Welcome to the Health and High Performance Podcast with your host, Coach Peter. This podcast is for busy modern humans who want to maximize their business and financial success and live in a healthy body that is strong, looks the part, and performs optimally both mentally and physically. In each episode, I share bite-sized health, fitness, and human performance lessons to help you live your best life. So, put on your headphones, head out of the door, and start stepping into your potential. In today's episode, I want to share with you my number one secret weapon for taking care of my mental health. Reality is that the modern world is unbelievably stressful. And this is especially true in 2021 when we have government lockdowns. Right now in Australia, we have millions of people. The majority of Australians are in a lockdown. And for a lot of people's ability to make money, provide for their family and do the things that they love is impacted in a severe way. And this is, of course, adding to the already stressful experience of living a modern life. The reality is, though, that you probably can't get rid of all the stress in your life. And as individuals, there's very little that we can do to this government lockdown. So in my opinion, it can be a much better strategy to focus on improving your individual stress tolerance and incorporating better stress management strategies to your lifestyle. Because if you can do that right now, when times are tough and when times are stressful, you know how easy it's going to be when times aren't as stressful as they are right now. And if you want to learn more about stress tolerance and how the body responds to stress, you should check out the episode number two of this podcast, which is titled How to Build Your Tolerance to Stress. I think that one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people struggle with their mental game and with lockdowns is that it's very easy to lose sight of the fact that we humans are animals. We are not robots. We are not cyborgs. And I think that the reason why it's easy to lose sight of this fact is that we have all this amazing technology available to us and we kind of take it for granted. You know, right now, you literally have a supercomputer in your pocket and you're using that supercomputer to listen to this podcast which which I have recorded into this microphone. I've edited it. I have then uploaded it into the cloud. Then you have downloaded it into your pocket and right now it's being transmitted into your ears either through speakers or probably headphones. This is kind of wild. Um, It's pretty easy to take this for granted, but when you stop to think about it, that's kind of wild and it's um, quite unprecedented if you think about how long humans have existed and how long have we had access to this kind of technology. And the fact is that the human body has evolved very little during the last 10,000 and even the last 100,000 years. But the world, the world has changed dramatically, not only during the last 10,000 years, but especially during the last couple hundred years and even during our lifetimes. You know, I'm 21, sorry, I'm 28 years old, 21. I'm 28 years old and I can tell you for a fact that even within my lifetime, the world has changed dramatically and I feel like the speed of this change is only accelerating. And it is another fact that the human lineage, it diverged from uh, the chimpanzee lineage about six to seven million years ago. And ever since then, there have been 
multiple different species of humans alive and our species of humans, the Homo sapiens, um, it is only about 200 to 300,000 years old. So very, very young. And during all this evolution, all the way, all the way from the common last ancestor with chimpanzees, all the way to about 10,000 years ago, humans lived in small hunter-gatherer groups, no larger than 100 people strong. These people would have never seen more than a hundred or possibly a couple hundred people during their lifetime, you know? Our ancestors, they lived outside and they spent their whole lifetime studying and learning about the nature, how to hunt, how to gather things and how to read the cues that the natural world is providing us. And that's because they lived outside. When we compare that to 2021, when we are literally told to stay inside our homes and you're going to see more people on the way to the supermarket than your ancestors would have seen during their whole lifetime. That those are big, big differences between the world that we've evolved to live in and the world that we live in. And especially if you listen to the podcast, the Stress Tolerance podcast, you would also know that one of the biggest things that has changed is the, the type, the magnitude, and the frequency of stress and stimulation that we get from our environment. That is the thing that has changed the most dramatically from the days that our ancestors were still hunting and gathering. Because back in the day, our ancestors would have only experienced some very, very, very stressful moments and Oftentimes these moments were possibly life-threatening, you know, encounters with wild animals or other humans trying to invade their camps or steal their wives or their children or do some other terrible things. However, between these very, very stressful and possibly life-threatening moments, their life was probably relatively stress-free. They, they were focused. They were focused on the things in the present moment around them, reading the cues from the natural world, hunting, gathering. And when we compare that with the modern world, we are under constant stimulation from our environment, from the moment you open up your phone in the morning until the moment when you close your phone in the evening. Whether it's through social media, the internet, the TV, the, the news, or even when you just walk on the street, at all points in time, someone is always trying to capture your attention and influence you to buy or to do something else. Now, change your opinion, just whatever it is, they're trying to capture your attention. And it's not only that, but you probably also have a very stressful job. You have kids to raise, you have bills to pay, you have a million other things on your plate. So when you add all this up, you add the constant stimulation from our external environment and then you have all the responsibilities of modern life. It's no wonder that a lot of people are really struggling to keep up with the pace, especially when we're in lockdown, when you can't even go on a holiday. And it's just because this is so different from the world that we've evolved to live in. And holidays are oftentimes, this is the big thing, like holiday is the big thing to look forward to. And it's almost like, when you go on a holiday and you change the scenery completely, you are forced 
to break the spell of being distracted by all the constant stimulation, the problem solving and the worrying that we do in our daily lives that are major sources of unnecessary mental distress. And especially if you go abroad, you go to a place where, if you're lucky, the internet coverage isn't going to be great. And you can't even distract yourself with watching the news, you can't scroll through the social media, you are absolutely forced to explore the new environment. And just being in a new environment, this forces you to get out of your autopilot and you have to stay very present in the present moment so that you know, you don't get lost, no one rips you off, or whatever else can happen when you're in a completely new environment. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong about going on a holiday. And I'm definitely looking forward to going on a holiday myself. But I'm also of the opinion that you shouldn't live your life for the weekend and you shouldn't live your life for the holiday because otherwise you're going to have a very short life. If you're just grinding through five days a week to get to the weekend or you're grinding through 48 weeks a year to get to your holiday, your life is going to be very, very short and your life is going to be very, very miserable. And I think it's a much better approach to try to incorporate habits into your life that force you to break the spell of distraction without having to go on a holiday to a foreign country. The secret weapon, the secret weapon that I use to break the spell of distraction and stress without going on a holiday is to put my life on flight mode each and every day at 6 p.m. I've had a fair bit of time on airplanes during my life as the, you know, the trip from Melbourne to Helsinki. It's brutal. It's back to back two 10 hour flights. Usually I'll have like 10 hour flight, then there's one or two hours in between, and then another 10 hour flight. So it's a total of 20 hours of flying each direction. And my favorite part about being on the plane is that for the duration of the flight, my life is literally on flight mode. I'm not expected to answer anyone's questions. Nobody's expecting anything from me. I literally can't do anything. The external world is completely unable to hijack my attention during the flight. And it's like the flight is an island in the continuum of time when I cannot react to the external world. And I don't have to do anything if I really don't want to. So what I've done is that I've taken this island of time and I've applied it to my everyday life. At 6 p.m. my phone goes on flight mode, no matter what. Usually I've just eaten dinner around this time as well. I'll go for a walk and I'll make sure to leave my phone at home. And this walk, this is a fantastic time to allow my subconscious mind to make sense of what has happened during the day and process anything that needs to be processed. And usually during this walk, I get some like, wow, that's a great idea. I don't know where did that idea just come from? Like, where did that come from? It came somewhere from my subconscious mind because I wasn't distracted because of the constant stimulation from my environment, from my phone or from social media, from wherever else. There is a hill near to where I live and I love to walk on top of the hill. And on summertime, it's so nice to just sit down and or stand around and just watch the sunset, watch the trees weaving in the wind or listen to the birds singing. 
and you kind of just go into this panoramic vision mode and you just let all the color and the different shades of green to fill up your visual field you can listen to the birds what do the birds sound like what does it feel like when the sun is touching your skin what is it are there any smells can I, can you smell anything how's your breathing what what is your breathing feel like in this point point in time and this is often i like to do some breath control exercises at this point in time too basically i'm just standing or sitting there taking in whatever is coming through through the senses and of course you don't have to just do this after dinner but and doing this even for a couple of minutes on your lunchtime or in the morning this can be incredibly liberating and a completely life-changing habit and obviously during winter months here in melbourne you know i can't see the sun setting and there's not much else to see when it's it's completely dark but i can go and i can still go and i can look at the stars and even though there is a fair bit of light pollution here in melbourne i find this incredibly relaxing because to me it's totally incredible to just look up in the stars and just realize in a flash that I'm literally on this rock that is hurling through space and everywhere around me is just more space and that I can see stars that are so far away that the light has been traveling for millions of years to reach my eyeballs and those stars that I'm seeing right now they're so far away that they might not even be there anymore. The star might have turned into a black hole or a supernova. Think about that. What are the odds of me or you standing here right now on this rock, hurling through space? And at least to me, these kinds of thoughts and just observing the nature around me, it feels so right and it feels so relaxing. And I get this really strong feeling of like, Oh, this is what humans are supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to do at night time or just whenever and just look at the clouds go by and just as opposed to, you know, sitting indoors, watching Netflix and scrolling through social media, watching news. And yeah, it can be incredibly liberating. And when I get home, I make it an absolute sacrament to not watch the news or open my phone no matter what and I keep my phone on flight mode all the way until I'm ready to leave to work the next morning and I think that not watching the news at night it is especially important for your mental health because the media outlets they're very very aware of the fact that you are going to keep watching longer if you're triggered in one way or another and social media algorithms know this very well too they are going to feed you content that they know you care strongly about and you get emotional about it and you get triggered about it because then you're going to keep watching for longer and longer so once you've gone for your walk and you've been able to drop into this state of awe by just watching the sunset the trees the birds the stars the space you have to protect that state and if you don't actively protect that state the external world is just going to hijack your attention once more completely ruthlessly so if you're not watching the news if you're not scrolling through the social media what can you do instead 
Well, this one is totally up to you. And I can just tell you what I do, and then you're going to have to experiment. And what I love to do is to spend time with my girlfriend. I use the sauna. I read books. I play guitar, even though I'm totally miserable at it, and I can't play much. I play a little bit. I meditate. I practice breath control exercises. Or I might just stare into the sky for a little bit longer from the balcony. Whatever it is. Keep your life in flight mode so that you can wind down and you can prepare for a great night's sleep so that you can then deal with all your challenges tomorrow. When you've had a great night's sleep and you wake up with ample amounts of energy, now you can use this energy to being proactive and finding solutions to the problems in your life. And it's not only that, but sleep deprivation on the other hand literally make it will make you moody snappy, it will be difficult to think straight, and every single task will just feel so much harder than it needs to be. So you have to protect your state at nighttime, and you have to protect your sleep. And when tomorrow comes, do not allow the world to hijack your mental real estate as soon as you wake up. Instead, keep your life on flight mode until you actually start working. Instead, meditate. Read, prepare your breakfast, eat your breakfast, go for a walk, whatever you do. Do not open your phone and start scrolling through social media when you wake up. And even worse, do not open your emails before it's actually time to start working. So there you go. My secret weapon for taking care of my mental health, my sleep quality and my productivity is to put my life on flight mode at 6 p.m. and keep it there until I actually start working the next day. So this has totally changed my life and my friend there is only one way to find out if this approach could work for you too. So give it a shot and let me know how you go. And if you have any other secret weapons that you feel that are absolutely essential for taking care of your mental health I would love to hear about them. So please send them to me as a private message on Instagram at Coach Puro. I would love to connect with you there. If you want to learn more about what I do, I would encourage you to head over to CoachPuro.com and claim your free access to the free introductory course to my coaching model. The Pillars of High Performance model is the ultimate whole person approach to becoming an optimal modern human being. The intro course is a six video series and the videos are no longer than a couple minutes each. Just the perfect length for a very productive toilet break from work. And I hope that you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have. And it would help me a ton if you left me a rating and a review and you shared this episode with at least one friend, family member or a colleague who also needs to hear this message right now. Thank you so much for listening. This is Coach Pyr. Let's do this.